you doing? How are you? Thank you so much for tuning in to Signs and Symbols Radio. I know it's been a little while. My name's Scarlett. Um, nice to meet you. And I'm back from New York. And today I've got a special broadcast for you. It was supposed to happen a couple of weeks ago. Um, so if you've been waiting for this one, thank you for coming back and thank you for your patience. We've got an interview today with Lala Lala, um, absolute indie legend, and I'm so excited to be sharing it with you finally. I'm sorry that it's taken a little while, but I, um, I'm back. Yeah, and I also want to let y'all know that tomorrow night at the Neck of the Woods in San Francisco, I'll be playing a show with my band, uh, with the band Present as well, and Lauren Lacus from L.A. So if you want to get your dose of uh, rock and roll, come show up to that. But that's about all I've got in the way of announcements for right now. And I would just want to take you straight to this really amazing episode. So thank you for tuning in to Signs and Symbols Radio, live from San Francisco, California. I'm Scarlett.
tuned in to Signs and Symbols Radio. I'm Scarlett, and I'm so happy to be here with you today on Psyched Radio San Francisco and La Bestia Radio Mexico City. That track just now was June 9th, Nighttime, off of Florist's latest album, their opening track. Right now underneath me is Heavy Water, I'd Rather Be Sleeping by Grouper, off of Dragging a Dead Deer Up a Hill. Big surprise for you today. We've got an interview with Lily West of La 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 La, right here on Signs and Symbols Radio. I'm so excited to share this with you. Um, it'll be happening in, oh, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes or so, so stick around. We're going to have Lily West live on Signs and Symbols Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Psyched Radio, San Francisco.
That track was Poison Tree by Grouper. Next up is Heaven by Baths and La 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 La. And we're about to have La 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 here on the show today in just a few minutes. So hang out, keep it tuned to the Signs and Symbols Radio, and don't miss it. I'm Scarlett. Thanks for joining me today.
by Sour Widows off of their album Crossing Over. Thanks for tuning in to Signs and Symbols Radio. I'm Scarlett.
next track is going to be Witness by Sour Widows, their latest single. Sour Widows is a fantastic Bay Area band that I had on the show for an interview. Oh, wow. Now it must have been about six months ago, if I really think about it. So I hope you enjoy this new track by Sour Widows.
next track I'm gonna play for you today is Reach by Lamelda. I think that lyrically it shares some themes with Sorrow Widow's Witness, so I hope you enjoy it. You're listening to Scarlet on Signs and Symbols Radio. track underneath me right now is called Highway Meat and it's by Milk Belly. Right now I am leaning into lots of artists from Chicago. I absolutely love the Chicago music scene and I hope you do too.
track was Destroyer by La 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 off of The Lamb. Very soon, we are about to talk to Lily West of La 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 here today live on Science and Symbols Radio. I can't believe that uh, she is going to be on the show here today. She's one of my favorite artists, so that's just the coolest thing ever. Right now underneath me we have No Water by True Blue out of Brooklyn. I believe she also, uh, True Blue is the project of Maya, uh, Maya Lehner. And Maya Lehner also plays bass in the band Porches. Uh, she also just played keys in Andy Schauf's uh, performance on, I want to say it was The Tonight Show. It was either uh, Kimmel or Fallon. It was something of that variety. But the point is, she's everywhere, so you should really check out her music. Cheers. You're listening to Scarlet on Science and Symbols Radio. is Color of the Pool by La 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 La's most recent album, I Want the Door to Open. It's my favorite track off of the album. I hope you enjoy it. After this, we're going to have Lily West live on Science and Symbols Radio. I'm Scarlett. Thanks for being here. Sharp, metallic, blue. And yes, you know I love you when we are both looking straight at me.
All right, everybody, I'm Scarlett, and you're tuned into Signs and Symbols Radio on Psyched Radio San Francisco and La Bestia Radio Mexico City. Today, we are talking with indie phenomenon Lily West of La 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 La. Welcome, Lily, and thank you for being here. No problem. Thank you for having me. Of course. Where are you right now? I'm at my parents' house in uh, rural England. Oh, wow. Are you from England originally? Yes, I lived here until I was 13. Cool, and then you came to the States? Yes. Where you went to California? Yeah, I lived in California from 13 to 18, and then I lived in Chicago 19 to a couple months ago, and now I live in New Mexico. Oh, wow, cool. I feel like a lot of people are going uh, from Chicago to New Mexico right now, too. I talked to Dead a couple weeks ago. We live together. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> Very cool. Do you like it? Mexico? How do you like it? I love it so much. I think I live in Taos, uh, which is northern New Mexico. It's like 30 minutes from Colorado. Um, and I think that it is a very magical, charged place. And it's very, very beautiful. And I'm only sort of scratching the surface, but I feel uh, enchanted already. So what was the Chicago music scene like? What was your experience like there? Um, when I got there, it was very much, it's hard, I don't know what's going on now. Um, I think that COVID changed a lot and also me being um, older and out of the loop and uncool. <laughs> I don't really know what people are doing, but when I got there, I just couldn't believe there's such a, I think because Chicago is big and it's affordable and there's a lot of like industrial spaces that you can access, there's such an incredible DIY scene. Um, and also because of those things, and you know, there's an art school there <clears throat> and museums and it's very, like a very positive fostering environment. I think a lot of people feel more comfortable to experiment there than they would other places. And it's almost like the weirder you are the better um and i was just very excited and overwhelmed at that and i also found that when i started playing music because i really didn't until i got there that everyone was very welcome and opening and you know like wanted to put my band on the diy bill even though i was so inexperienced and uh, i was just very very excited to be a part of the whole thing do you remember what your first show was like? Um, I think that my first show was in a basement in Little Village and it was me and my friend Tyler and I feel like when I first started playing music I would do like, I had like three original songs and I would do three or four covers and um, I remember we wore all white and that's about it. That's awesome. What were your covers? We used to do um, Mazzy Star, Fade Into You. I remember that one very well. And I can't remember what else. Every now and then I'll hear a song and remember, oh, I used to cover this song. But I definitely remember Mazzy Star. Maybe, honestly, maybe Grimes. Uh, another walk about after yeah, Oblivion. Oblivion, of course, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Beat Happening. We covered Beat Happening. I remember that. Wow, I love it. Those are great covers for our first few shows. Um, now you've played so many incredible shows. Holy shit, you've been touring all over the world. 
What's some of your favorite shows you've ever played? Um, we... I think that my favorite show ever maybe was the record release show for the album that we just put out, I Want the Door to Open, at Toy Hall in Chicago. Um, it was very... You know, we hadn't played a show since before COVID, and that was very charged and emotional anyway. And it was a new band. I mean, Abby, uh, the drummer of the band, has been in it pretty much the whole time on and off, but we had new members and uh, we were very nervous and didn't know how it was going to go. And it sold out. I felt like the whole of Chicago came to support us and it was very um, emotionally rewarding. And, you know, Kara Jackson and Davino Nino, two of my favorite artists in Chicago, played with us and lots of guests came out. It was just very much... Um, celebratory and a family vibe and uh coming back to performing after all that time was very emotional but i can also think of we played a show at stubbs austin opening for better oblivion community center um the phoebe ridges conor band we went we went on tour with them uh when that record came out and i remember that being really really Positive. I just feel like when you're performing, there's like a certain place you're trying to get to where you're not thinking about anything and you're channeling something or someone, you know, it's with music, when you're performing songs for the most part, it's like you rehearse and you sort of know how it's going to go and you can't, there's, there's some improvising you can do within that, but the thing that you can improvise the most is emotion and sometimes it's hard to get to that place where you truly feel like you're in the moment and channeling what you need to be uh for a performance and i felt very much like i was like at that show i was like touching lightning the whole time i just felt really there um and it's hot you know you never know when that's gonna happen but it's definitely like audience and vibe and yeah that's definitely a show that I can think of that was one of my favorites. Perfect Storm. Yeah. That, that sounds really incredible. You're a really magnetic performer. Um, Thank you. Yeah, but it, I think that that's something that a lot of people, when I talk to them about playing and how they've been feeling the past couple of years, like returning to live performance has been such an incredible experience. and everyone's showing up and everyone's fully there and excited and it's like a live wire. Yeah, I feel a lot more connected to it than I used to or I like see its uh, value and its potential more than I used to. That's really interesting. Um, I, uh, I've i seen, yeah, I've seen you a couple times and I'm excited to see you again though, uh, if you come to play anytime soon. Now, the 2021 album, I Want the Door to Open, is incredible. Um, was it a quarantine album? Was it something that was written during that um, period? I think that two, the first and the last song were written during quarantine, but um, some were written after, some were written before. <clears throat> I actually sort of stopped working on it during quarantine. It was like I had written most of it went to Ohio to stay with Yoni who produced it and uh, start really working on it and then I was he was supposed to come to Chicago we were supposed to record 
a lot of live musicians in Chicago and then COVID hit and I just came straight to England and stayed with my parents for months and we sort of did not work on it. But we did a little bit here and there and I experimented with the songs Lava. The song Lava I definitely wrote in quarantine, um, which was me experimenting with vocal looping. But we didn't start working on it again until I got back to Chicago and uh, I ended up going back to Ohio to finish it. But I would not call it a quarantine album. It only It's a quarantine album only in that I had, a, I had a lot of time to think about it and think about what we were doing because of quarantine. I, I love the track color of the pool um, and I read somewhere that it went through a lot of different versions and iterations um, but I wanted to ask how did you land on the one that we hear today you know sometimes when you make a song you have no idea what's going on and you just think I think that this is good or I think that this is where I want to stop working on it now and sometimes like with color of the pool I mean we truly made there's probably a, there's at least 15 versions in the universe start because I started writing that song like five years ago um, I just knew the moment we got it to where it is I was like this is it finally it has told me what it wants yeah, it was just, we, yeah, it was like, a, we had something kind of close to this that I really didn't like. And then I made on GarageBand with a, a, pre, a GarageBand, uh, not plugin, preset. This like EDM version. It's just vocals and this like GarageBand preset EDM like synth thing. Like, <laughs> no, it needs to have this energy. So we sort of tried to recreate it with my pocket piano. And then Yoni left me in the, in the studio with the song looping uh, while I figured out a synth bassline. And once we had the synth bassline, I was like, it is here. The song has arrived, finally. I know, I know, I know. I just wanted, I love that song. And I really wanted it on this record. And it was, def- it was probably the hardest to make, actually, just because it was so confusing for so long. Because that's my favorite track on the album, I didn't realize. That's great. I've worked so hard on that for so long. <laughs> yeah. Like, by the end of it, it's just three instruments and vocals. It just... Yeah. It, wherever it arrived, whatever it took to get there, it's perfect. It's really great. Um, when I heard it, that for me was the really like light bulb moment um, with that album. I, I wanted to ask, does the album have a theme? Um, the theme is sort of anti-theme. If it is, I was really on this uh, Sisyphus kick, <laughs> really? um, which is a lot of what the um, press around it was about. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. I've, I'm on such a different kick now. I haven't really been thinking about it, but I was just, tr- I was like, sort of desperately trying to figure out um, why life is so repetitive what you know why we have to make the same mistakes over and over again and i mean that on like a small scale and small scale in our personal lives and on a large scale in terms of humanity yeah. uh we are sort of doomed to repeat ourselves as is more and more evident can't learn anything um and i sort of came to the conclusion i mean i realized some things about my personal behaviors but also just that that it we're not repeating yourself in our personal lives. We're going on a spiral. It feels like we're going around, but also that you just have to fall in love with the work of being a person. And, uh, 
Yeah, you have to fall, um, figure you, it out. process with the repetitive. Yeah, I just now I'm just I was in a much more um, pained place making it, and now I feel a lot more acceptance over all of that stuff. Just like I, I mean, I'm also by nature an addict and so my instinct is when I feel uncomfortable or in pain or something to fix it immediately whether that in the past would be with drugs or alcohol or now I'm like cookie like buy something do something crazy like get adrenaline somehow and uh now I'm like you know I just better at accepting I'm like I feel bad it will pass the void is begging me to fill it but it doesn't need to be. It's just part of life. Like all of these uncomfortable feelings and it's all part of it. Like pain is transformative. So you have to accept it. Wow. And is that is that the phase that you feel you're in right now? Yes, accepting pain, yes. <laughs> you, can, you can express it very eloquently. Do you feel like um, your newest single memory, do you think it, it thematically has anything to do with that or is it related to something different? I actually wrote Memory with the album and it was supposed to, supposed to, it was maybe going to be on the album. We just couldn't figure out a place to put it. I, I like that song and it, it sort of belongs on the album, but we had a track listing that really made sense and we couldn't fit it in. Um, but I mean, that definitely is about the void and it begging to be filled. You know, it's like euphoric recall, romanticizing pain. Um, and you know the unreliable narr narrator of yourself and everyone you know uh i think that that song lives still in the struggle not that i don't have the struggle anymore i just feel um more open to it which is i think is what i was going for with the album and the way that i talked about the album while it was coming out was like that but typically when i write about something i'm not actually ready for it or ready or accepting it that moment I'll write songs and I'll be like, this is about nothing. Or this song sounds like I need to leave this person or this situation or something. But I'm not doing that at that time. And then six months later, I'll look back at it and be like, oh, this is very obviously about the situation that I was in that I have now extracted myself from or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes you realize you knew that you didn't want to you didn't want to know necessarily absolutely we all know things before we know them it's yeah. very mysterious i think that we we have access to things that, i mean i feel this way in terms of like magic and everything we have access to so many worlds and landscapes that we can't we just can't figure out how to get there because our lifestyle and our world and our society is so manufactured and so far away from those things yeah. but we actually do know so much instantly in a situation i think we walk into something and there's a part of our body that just knows what's going to happen or uh what it's about yeah i think oftentimes people are deliberately uh being made to get away from what they actually know i think it benefits Absolutely. it benefits a lot of you know obviously capitalist structures, but it benefits a lot of structures for people to not trust their intuition um, and to not, you know, go with what they immediately feel. Some people also are made to feel bad for kind of immediately knowing if a situation or something that's happening around them isn't right for them. Um, but I think, yeah, 
oftentimes our body knows before our mind does. There's something inside yeah. that knows. No, definitely. We're, we're also conditioned to be beholden to these structures and these systems that we don't actually have to be, but they've, because they've existed for our whole lifetimes, it's hard to realize that you're even in them. So what's your, like with your writing process for your music, I, like you said, some of these ideas are things that you look back on and you knew what it was about. Um, but how, how do songs come to you? Um, at this point, I have to. Oh, I can't swear. <laughs> I have to say, oh, you, have to, you can. You can. I have to fucking fight for them. They, I have to pull them out of the depth of me because they are resisting. But I mean, every song is different. Like I, I'm definitely always writing poetry. That is always just sort of coming to me, and I'm writing down little phrases or actual poems. I'm working on a poetry book right now. I don't know how long it's going to take me, but. Um, so I always have that in the back of my mind, these phrases and these terms and things. But each song is different. Like one, I might sit down and be like, with Lava, for instance, I was like, I'm going to experiment with looping my vocal and like editing it. I, I layered my vocal on top of each other, improvising, like literally just going like, and uh, pitch shifted it all up and down and uh, automated it until I got the vocal loop that made lava and then I sort of wrote on top of it. And that was very much, I was sitting down to do an experimentation. I didn't know that it was going to be a song or a song like um, Prove It. I wrote that when I was very, I was crying. I got home from a, an event in which someone had really disappointed me. Um, and I was sort of like assessing their whole thing and my whole thing and I was crying and I wrote it and it was very much like an emotional outpouring in that moment uh, and I didn't expect that to happen I wasn't like I'm gonna sit down and write a song I just got home and I was like I'm feeling very emotional so everyone is completely different or I'm like I'm gonna sample something and lately what I found for most of my songs is I work on them for like 10 minutes at a time only like I'll work on something for 10 minutes and then walk away for a month and then do it with a different thing day by day and it builds and builds and builds because I can't I get too in my head about um what I'm doing I can't tell what things sound like anymore and I feel like the more that I make music obviously my style has changed a lot over the course of my career but the more I make it, the more specific goals I have and the more specific sounds I want to emulate. And I'm definitely very open-minded to whatever happens, but I'm not satisfied just writing like punk music like I used to. I need, it's not, it doesn't emotionally serve me or my message or whatever anymore. So everything, everything changes. Everything takes time. Yeah. You grow and you change, you know, time. Yeah. So does your sound and so does the process. But that's very that's a very cool insight into your process i know some people are incredibly meticulous and some things you just can't define so. i know sorry but it's these oh. i think it's just two um the podcast the podcast song exploder i love like i will listen to any episode even if i'm not particularly interested in that musician and i listen to the weezer 
song exploder and he is rivers bomber is like a music scientist like he's like i don't put any of my emotions into it at all he's like i listen to a song i'm like i like these chords so i use these chords from a different song and then i made up a melody that sort of made sense and then i went to a lyric database i have and like checked which words sounded the best with that amount of syllables and it's like that you know that's not wrong that he no. did it that way but it's just interesting it's just like wow everyone does it a different way and for him it's very much he's like okay i'm in this key and this amount of syllables and you know yeah interesting oh wow that's very fucking specific i mean also you know good for you that's your process not knocking it at all but also interesting i yeah. can't I can't imagine approaching it that way but Clearly, it creates a product that resonates with a lot of people, so... Could you say the name of it one more time? Song Exploder. They now have a Netflix show that I've never watched. I don't really see how it... I mean, I mean, whatever, it's probably good. I just love the podcast. I'm a diehard fan. I have been since day one. And now they pretty much only do, like, huge artists. But at the beginning, they had a ton of indie artists, and uh, every episode is interesting. I really recommend that podcast. I will definitely be listening to that. Um, so who are some artists that have influenced you over the years? Um, <clears throat> I mean, a lot. I love music. <laughs> um, I really, really love it. I'll, I'll say, I'm going to twist the question a little bit. An artist that I love right now, who I think is actually like pushing the boundary of uh, pop music, is Dijon. His album is, I know this is like not an unpopular opinion, his album is Out of This World. And then I also, um, Kasi Krut, which is uh, two members from Palm and one member from the band Mothers, just put out two songs and I swear this is like the future of music. It's blew my mind the song copycat by Cassie Crutt um and then my favorite favorite song right now is uh this is the sea by the water boys which is like an older 80s song that my mom showed me and I was like recently I was like how have I never heard this and it, I will listen to that on repeat I just love it and then my, I will say my I I just love Apex Twin <laughs> I always say, Avex Twin owns my ass. I'll do, I'd love Avex Twin. <laughs> totally. Well, those are some good recommendations. That's really interesting. I like that there's somebody that you can pinpoint as maybe the future of music. I'm, I haven't listened to it, I'm really curious. They make future music. I don't know, I, I don't know if anyone is like the future music, but they make future music. They make music. future music. <laughs> Thank you. Very cool. Sometimes, sometimes your parents do throw something in the mix and it's, shocking that they somehow knew it and you didn't i mean my mom was the first one you know she showed me kate bush and uh she was always listening to that stuff when and david bowie that was the i remember david bowie was the first artist that we loved together and she showed me when i was like 10 years old oh that's awesome that's really cool um if you couldn't tell by my everything i'm obsessed with kate bush in a way that's pretty extreme she's she's one of my favorite people ever to live she is out of this world. Where are you feeling? Um, how do you feel about the about the, the blow up? The, the blow up. How do I feel? Um, I I've never gotten. I get a lot more comments now. I get a lot more like, "Hey, oh, like like I don't Kate know Bush. if you knew this, but you look like Kate Bush." And I was like, "Yeah, I think I, I think I knew." It's a very big compliment. Um, I wish people would listen to more of her music, though. 
it seems like they've kind of glommed onto one song and it did the TikTok thing where you get one song, you get one verse of one song, you overplay it till it's dead, then you overplay it sped up. Like they, they speed yeah. up. Like, but there's so she has such a such a gorgeous library catalog of music, and so I, yeah, I don't I don't mind that she's blown up. I'm kind of glad that more people know who she is, but I'd love it if people really dug a little deeper because she's got such great such a great uh, catalog of, of music. My favorite Kate Bush song is "Suspended in Gaffa." So I love that song. Excellent. Like what? lyrics why where did you come from magical woman <laughs> i know like when i sometimes when i hear kate bush lyrics i think how the hell am i ever gonna write lyrics <laughs> it's, it's, you can't think about that stuff or you'll never write or you'll you never write yeah you can't think about your idols like that i know it's, it, that's a whole other thing entirely but yes you're you're completely correct i i like i really like hearing about your process though and i think i think that's really uh, cool, and a lot of people listening, I'm sure, will find a lot of inspiration in that. So, my okay, so my idol, Genesis P. Orge, always said that everyone is a genius. You, it's just about making them believe it. Like, everyone, you just have to believe that you're a genius and then you can do it. Oh, that's great. That's a, gr that's a great piece of wisdom to impart. Uh, something I like to ask people uh, when I'm interviewing them is if they have any advice for people listening, any kind of life advice that they live by or they like to share? I mean, just, I'm just I would just reiterate the systems that you feel trapped in, you don't have to be. Like, you're not beholden to the things that you think you are. Obviously, we have restrictions and survival is a big part of the whole life thing, but they, I just encourage people to find alternative routes and alternative lifestyles and to like shake shit up you know like you don't have to be who you think you have to be and like kill your ego kill identity like fuck all that <laughs> you have nothing to prove you're a genius <laughs> that's great thank you so much for sharing that um finally i'll ask you do you have any upcoming shows or releases that you would like to promote any recent releases that you'd like to promote on today's show um, we're playing a festival in Los Angeles, I think August 26th, and then we are playing Pitchfork London in November, and then we have a UK tour that is not announced, and my managers would probably be upset if they knew I was saying that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's not, it won't, it won't leave, it won't leave this moment. All right, well, it's been a wonderful <laughs> experience uh, talking with you today, and thank you so much for being here and taking the time to chat Lily oh. um, for everyone who's listening right now you've been listening to Lily West of La 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 and I'm Scarlett and thank you for keeping it tuned to Psyched Radio San Francisco and La Bestia Radio Mexico City Still remember how they taste Like a video of summer Watching me someone's face and I wish no one had touched me so that I could choose a first
that was Memory, the latest single by La 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 La. Thank you so much to Lily West for coming on the show and talking and sharing so much insight into your process. And thank you to everyone who's been tuning in and being a part of Signs and Symbols Radio. Thank you to you, if you're listening right now, for being a part of this awesome radio show and this whole experience. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. There's uh, something I want to let you know. So the way the show works is we have an hour of lighter stuff and an hour of heavier stuff. Uh, first hour is usually indie, folksy, sometimes a little on the uh, ambient shoegazy side, sometimes some 60s and 50s pop if we feel like it. And the second hour is a heavier hour filled with garage rock, psychedelic rock, no wave, post-punk, punk, whatever. Today we're going to start off the heavier hour with a band called Low on High, which according to the internet, nobody has ever heard of. And I think their music is absolutely excellent, and if they were in the SF scene today, they would blow up. We're going to listen to some tracks off of their self-titled album. This first one is called Baby Doll. I saw you Next track is Empty Chills. Thanks for tuning in to Signs and Symbols Radio. Hello, darling, I'm so alone. Hello, daddy, I'm sad to the bone. Need some cherries, need some relief. I just feel so damn weak. Hello, baby, what's in store? Hello, mama, I'm a boy. Need some fun, need some thrills. All I feel are empty chills You're my sugar, you're my dog I want you, just my luck I'm your angel, I'm your dog We're in heaven, just don't fall You're my tonic, you're my Sinners, no one will know. Goodbye. 
up we've got things i've said by local legends buzz like beer cheers
up we're going to listen to king by low on high off of their second album that i can find it's called ice cream sex i'm scarlet and you're tuned into the heavier hour of science and symbols okay, radio okay ready because this isn't as easy as it looks ready it's a lot of feedback ready
last track was called Rabbit, it was by Kills Birds, and the track before that was Cough Up Cherries, also by Kills Birds, both of those off of the album Married. Next up, we're going to listen to the person who showed me Kills Birds, one of my favorite bands as of late. It's Izzy Clark, uh, Thank You Come Again, and their latest single, it's called Basement. was Thank You Come Again with their latest single Basement, another local favorite. We're going to listen to Fences by Destroy Boys up next. 
In case you want to follow along with signs and symbols radio, you can catch me on Instagram at virtual underscore Venus, like the planet or the goddess. Thanks for keeping it tuned to Psyched Radio San Francisco. Next up, we're going to listen to Undress by Pretty Sick off of Deep Divine, one of my favorite albums. Thank you so much for tuning in, hanging out, Psyched Radio San Francisco and La Bestia Radio, Mexico City. You can listen no matter where you are at psychedradiosf.com. 
And I've only got a couple more tracks for you left in the heavier hour of Signs and Symbols Radio. But don't worry, we'll be back again next week with some really great music and some great interviews. Don't go away. track that we're going to listen to is Heather Doubtfire by The Paranoids. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to Signs and Symbols Radio and hanging out. I also just want to throw out that we've got an incredible show coming up, Psyched Radio Show, this weekend and every weekend. Check out our upcoming events. Uh, We're throwing shows all over the Bay Area all the time.
That was Theme from Blar 3 by Milk Belly. Next up, we're going to listen to Margaritas Pedritas with Wow. Ugh, love Margaritas. And they're coming back to Eli Smile High Club October 30th for Noche de Brujas. And I wonder, Foes is playing with them too. And thank you, come again. And Pure Hex, a lot of local bands coming through.
next up we have our final track of today it's called veil of disillusion and it's by nanja off of the album numbness it is a long eight minute piece so buckle up and thank you again to lily west of la 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 for an incredible interview today on signs and symbols radio I'm here every Thursday on Psyched Radio San Francisco, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and every Friday, 12 to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on La Bestia Radio in Mexico City. I'm Scarlett, and thank you for choosing to spend your afternoon with me. Here is a very wonderful closing piece.
today. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of it. I appreciate each and every one of you. My name is Scarlett, and this is Signs and Symbols Radio. Thank you again to Lily West of La 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 for coming on today and doing an amazing interview. We so appreciate you being here. And keep attuned to Psyched Radio San Francisco and La Bestia Radio Mexico City. Scarlett signing off. <laughs>